Get ready for your daily dose of Tuttle. The all-time greatest uh, intern slash producer we've ever had, of course, Tuttle. Tuttle in Florida. It's Tuttle's Daily Podcast. Nice cock! Nice cock! Welcome to another edition of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Make sure you check out my website, Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two Ds, T-U-D-D-L-E dot net. Don't want to give out a lot of stuff. Don't want to be plugging because this is like an hour or less podcast. And I just don't want to waste a lot of time. So if you want to go to that website, you'll be able to find out every single place you can find me online. You can find my PayPal, all that stuff my social media, whatever it may be, all of the places. Well, I don't even know why I tell you that you can find the podcast on that website because you're actually listening to this podcast right now. So I want to get into something. And now it sucks getting old. And and I don't I don't want you to think that I am saying I'm old and I'm complaining. I'm 40. This is this is the best shape that I have ever been in. In my life, really. I mean, I'm not drinking. I'm off all the psychotropic drugs. I'm exercising. I'm eating healthy. And and I feel great. I really, really do. Besides, the, the only problem I have right now is the bad, bad sleep problems. I'm not saying it's insomnia because I do get, you know, five hours a night. But I don't think it's a good rest. I, I, I really don't. But I've been having this problem. And I've been noticing this lately. Whenever I go take a piss, when I pee, no matter how much I shake to get the rest of the piss out, when I put it back in my pants, zip up, I have all these wet spots on the front of my pants because the piss comes out. Now, I'm 40. Do any of you men out there have this problem? No matter how many times you shake, you're getting those wet spots in the front. It reminds me of when I became sexually active as a kid and you would make out with a chick and you would get those snail trails right on the front of your uh, britches. Yeah, I'm, I sound really Southern when I say britches, but yeah, I would get that. And, and it happens every single time I go to the bathroom and urinate. And this is also another thing. I don't know if this has to do with older age and the prostate and stuff, but whenever I go pee... I fart every single goddamn time. No matter what. What is that about? Why 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 am I farting when I pee? Is it because that whole area down there, your your penis, your balls, your prostate, your colon is all connected with each other? Because I don't understand how me peeing causes me to rip the loudest, juiciest farts when I get up in the morning. And is that normal? Because it's got me kind of worried. And and I wanted to hear from you guys. If you guys could email me, tuttle at gmail.com. Or if you want to leave me a voicemail, let me know if I'm the only one. And maybe I'm just imagining things. Maybe I'm just being a hypochondriac and and I think something might be wrong. But you can give me a call and leave me a voicemail, 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. Because I'm, I'm worried about, uh, listen... The the moisture in the front of the pants is not the big issue. It's the it's the outrageous farts when I'm peeing in the morning because I'm afraid that I'm gonna be peeing and I'm gonna shit my pants. I I, I don't want to do that. I I've done it maybe one or two times in my life. But I just, it's embarrassing, even though nobody knows about it. It just makes you feel like a complete scumbag when you crap your pants. And I, and, and I want to avoid that. And I want to avoid that. But if you'd like to leave me a voicemail, I mentioned it earlier. And the only reason I'm bringing it back up is because I got a voicemail today. It's, it's been kind of light. 
on the people leaving voicemails. And, and I want you guys to do it. I want you to send me voicemails. I don't care if it's telling me how bad I suck or you like the show, you support the show, you love the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'm just warning you right now, the guys, the the people that like the show, oh, the people that hate me are going straight to the motherfucking line. And if you want to leave me a voicemail, you can easily do that. You can do that by calling 407-270-3044. Once again, that is 407-270-3044. And, and I promise you. I mean, I I haven't taken a lot of voicemails or played them on the Tuttle Daily Podcast, but I've never ratted anybody out. I might debate you a little bit on things. For the most part, I'm actually making fun of myself. And you, you should not worry about anything at all. You can call me. I want this to be a safe place with the podcast that I'm doing, and I, and I will not. I promise you, I'll sign any paperwork. And I, I if you want to sue me for anything that I say when it comes to the Tuttle Daily podcast, I, I mean, have at it. I I'm not gonna go in that direction. I'm gonna be fair. I'm gonna be honest, and and I'll comment on it. But I'm not gonna sell you out. And by suing me, what I mean is I'm not going to dot you. I'm not going to tell people who you are, what your phone number is, or where you live. I'm, I'm just not going to do that because I want to hear your opinion. Once again, if you want to give me a call, 407 270 not be here, another year. Listen, I want to buy time on Bubba's show. I'm going to hit him up next couple of days. I'm an investor for radio personality, but I want to put your show on the weekend or during the week. Oh, shit. Now, I I learned this from Ron, Ron Bennington. He told me, you, you don't like to listen to voicemails or emails and stuff like that. Until you do it on the air. And and I did not listen to this, but my God, this could be a big deal for my show. I, I, I really have to reach out to this person because I will do whatever I need to do to get you in contact with the right people. If you want to advertise on Bubba's show and, and whatever it may be, just I, I'm I'm so happy that you're reaching out to me and this this could be good. I'm hustling. Uh, anybody that wants to reach out to me, I'm go, I'm going to listen to it. I I reply to every single email that people send me because I I I want those people to understand that I appreciate them, and I really do. I respect them 100%. Some sort of time slot if he allows them to do so. I will buy time on his show just so we can get you back out there, back, back on the radio. Hopefully you're still in negotiations with Mr. Sponge. It's really touchy, man. Listen, I've worked with Bubba. Matter of fact, it, it's crazy how much my career has been balanced. It, I worked with Ron Fez for like a year and a half, two years, and then I went to Real Radio, and I was at Real Radio from 2000 until 2010, and then I was off the air for a little bit. And I reached out. Drew Garabo actually gave me Brent's contact info so I could reach out to him. Yes, I did lie about learning how to do websites. I, I was desperate at the time. I feel bad that I lied. But with radio people, I just needed that in. I needed that way to get my foot in the door. I knew I was going to fail at working on Bubba's website, Bubba Raw, BTLS.com, and uh, I think, I, I forget what the other website was, but 
I just want to get my foot in the door and be there long enough that I could be weird enough and be shot out that Bubba would be like, hey, we got to bring this guy on the air. And as soon as, and and I remember this very vividly, the first time that Bubba brought me into the studio to be on the air, I was like, oh, yeah. This is what I've been looking forward to. This is all I needed. And I I knew that I, I was horrible at websites. I really did. I just wanted that one shot. And then once I got in there, I was like, yes, mission accomplished. And a lot of you guys think I'm being uh, cocky, but I knew once I got into that studio and I was on the air... I was going to be able to impress them, and I had no doubts because, in my honest opinion, they had never seen anybody like me before. They they just hadn't, and I'm not saying I'm better than any of those people, but I was something new, and and by new, what what I'm meaning people by new. Orlando and Tampa are about, I, I, I go back and forth on this. I, I think Orlando to Tampa is less than 90 miles, depending on where the Tampa state line is. But the radio audience is so, it, it's the complete opposite. It's on the different ends of the spectrum when it comes to the radio markets. And I knew that Tampa market had never, ever heard anything like me before. I mean, it really didn't work out that much. But what I'm saying, I'm interesting. I'm weird. I'm polarizing. I go out there and do and say what I got to do, even though I seem like that nerd character and you would think, oh, this guy does not have confidence. I have a lot of confidence. It gets knocked down a lot, but I also don't get embarrassed. So when I got that first opportunity of going in there, I was like, yeah, it's over with. They're going to keep me around. I'm going to get heat with the other show members at the BRN. And I really didn't care. I was desperate. I was out of work. I was married. And I wanted to be able to support for my ex-wife. And I did. I went in there. Didn't last very long. I, I mean, I eventually screwed up, but I got that chance. And I've been on and off with Bubba from 2010 to 2020. And it was great. So we can get this going. Uh, and also get you back on the air, on his air, uh, so that we can business here. Because you're a good talent, subtle. So take care and I'll be fun. I feel like a complete jackass because I had that voicemail for like a day or two and I should have gotten to it immediately and I completely apologize. But I will definitely be in touch with you. Let me know what I got to do. I, I Seriously, I don't give a damn. Just let me know what I need to do to be able to help you out if you're serious and you're the real deal. I, I'll send you my phone number, my email. I'll get you in touch with my producer, Vulture. But we got to make this happen, man. If you can get this done, I will forever. I'll be grateful, man. And that's all I got to say. I'll be back in a few minutes. I'm going to have the one and only Charlie Alamo on the phone. Hope you guys are enjoying it. Be back in a few minutes. You're listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Want to support the show? Go to paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Have you considered owning your own restaurant franchise? Good Life Organics currently offers territories across the United States. Check out GLO Franchising. That's GLO Franchising on Facebook to sign up for an overview session today. Good Life Organics Franchising, a new partner of the Tuttle Daily Podcast. 
Tell them Tuttle sent you. Send them a message on Facebook at facebook.com slash GLO Franchising. Welcome back to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. I'm very fortunate enough. I had the guy on yesterday, my good friend, my buddy, uh, has helped me out a lot with the show, Charlie Alamo. Charlie, what's up? I'm not your buddy guy. <laughs> so, how are things up in uh, Montana? It is fucking windier than shit today, Tuttle. Really? Yeah. It's usually really windy here, but today it's abnormally windy. So, what does it do? Like, cut through the mountains and stuff and blow through? Like, I mean, I'm... I mean, sort of, yeah, because... Because I'm about, um, I don't know, I'd say 45, 50 minutes away from the mountains. So basically, I'm out on the prairie. So yeah, it blows through them, and then we just get fucking hammered. Great Falls area is usually got fucking windstorms all the time, dude. You'll see those big old fucking tumbleweeds like in old westerns blow by, but they're huge. They'll yeah, smash no- your car and shit. Now you say plain, so you got yeah. mountains there, but it's is it really flat like Florida in in the area where you're at? Uh, some places are. I know that um, over on the other side of the state where there's Sydney, another Montana place that you're like Sydney, Australia. No, it's Sydney, Montana. <laughs> Believe me, it, there's those two are not related at all. Uh, the Sydney, Montana sucks. Anyway, over there is because it's flat. There's no fucking mountains at all. So yeah, it's kind of similar to Florida in that respect. Where the only yeah. hills are um, landfills. How how has the uh, virus been up there? Um, what the fuck was it when I did uh I did a show last week and they make you do an update on it right before you start playing music and shit. I think there was like three thousand cases in the state of Montana. I want to say. Yeah, I mean, there's, there's like a hundred and something in Cascade County, which is where we are. Yeah, but you would think Montana has spread out. I mean, it's a pretty big state for the amount of people that are there. What yeah. What is the population of Montana anyways? I'm not sure, but like they say, there's more cows to people here. I think it's like three cows to every person. Yeah. Um, I, I want to talk, talk to you about this. Um, I, I, I was reading a story about how men might go extinct now i'm really confused because i don't i don't have the story in front of me but you know i think i think the women have just the y chromosome correct and then the guys have xy yeah something like that i don't know i i never was around for those biology yeah but they are they're saying that the x chromosome is is starting to dwindle which means that men per se, could go instinct, which, I mean, if they did, I mean, it would be the end of the human civilization um, it, because obviously people wouldn't be able to reproduce. I'm sure they would find out some way. The, the women would definitely find a way to carry on without us, for sure. Yeah, they would have, uh, you know, seeds stocked up and they would Melissa Etheridge themselves with a turkey baster or something like that. You know what I mean? They'd get by. And you know what? It'd probably... Listen, isn't that what women want anyway? So is that aren't they championing for this to get rid yeah. of all men? It's funny you bring up Melissa Etheridge. Uh, did they ever come out and say who the father was? Because I, I heard yeah, it was David of, Crosby. Oh, it was David Crosby. Yeah. OK. Yeah. Because Which, when you it, think when about that, it, I mean, he was doing a lot of drugs at the time. You want David Crosby. You don't want like maybe, I don't know, Stills or Nash or hell, maybe fucking Neil Young. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Melissa Etheridge probably could have gotten one of those other big rock stars oh, absolutely. To, to donate some sperm. Yeah, I, I, why, why wouldn't she be able to? They probably, you know, run in all kinds of circles together. They are rock stars, for Christ's sake. I mean, that kid's got to be at least 18 or 19 now, right? Oh, I think he's older than that, I think, because didn't, didn't she have him in like the mid to, or mid-90s? It was like late 90s because I remember us talking about that story on Ron and Fez when I was working in Daytona Beach. So it had to be like 98, 99. Yeah. Then he's got to be over 21. 21, yeah. Should take him out for a drink and sing sing his mom songs to him. 
I would I would like to see where that kid is. Like, what is he doing? Uh, like, is he is he being a productive member of society or is he a complete fuck up? I'm hoping he's, uh, you know, doing his own thing and not a fuck up. Yeah. Uh, and that's the other thing that, you know, the other weird kid, not weird kids. I, I shouldn't attack them, but those kids of Michael Jackson's now. The Paris girl does not look that bad. She's actually, uh, you know, kind of attractive in my opinion. I I know she's younger, but now I'm I think she's of age. Pedophile, yeah. I think she's of age. She's got great eyes, though. And and what about the kid that has to carry around the name fucking blanket? Yeah, what is his name? Like he has a real name. It's not blanket. I don't know. I, well, everybody calls him Blanket from from what I know. Oh, well, if his name is just legitimately Blanket, then that that kind of sucks. That I really mean, sucks for him, you know. But I mean, yeah. what about I mean, Prince Michael? Isn't that yeah. the other one? I I, I think that. Do but you, I I go ahead. I was gonna say, do you find it? Weird? Have you ever met anybody named Prince? No, I have not. No, no. I went to school with somebody named Prince, and guess what color they were? Uh, I don't know what. White. White. Which, yes, I was. I could totally see that as Prince, you know, as a as a black name. But no, it was a white dude, and he yeah, was but, fuck. But it had to be some hippie ass parents that named their kid Prince. Like, I, I do think. think- so. Do, do you think that it is a, a, a type of child abuse when you give your kid a, a very weird name? I don't know, but do you know what's the weirdest child name that you've heard? Oh, man. They're, God damn it. Now, now let's see, this is all from all the drugs and alcohol. I, I really can't. can't. I'm drawing a blank right now. What, what's the weirdest name with, of a kid that was growing up with you? There is not with me, but I know somebody who named their kid Ente. Really? Yes. And they look exactly like you would picture somebody who names their kid that. That's uh, all I can say. What about Chris Martin and, and Gwyneth Paltrow naming their goddamn kid? They named their kid Apple, right? I, I think. Yeah. I think uh, they got Steve Jobs blessing to do that. Wozniak didn't give a fuck. Yeah, but I mean, you, you if I'm just being honest, I'm, I'm I'm glad you brought that up. But that would be, you know, uh, what was the um, I think it was Justin Long who was the, the Apple guy. Remember the uh, remember the uh, hi, I'm a Mac and I'm a computer. Or a yeah, PC. A Mac PC. Now, sure. that guy really didn't do a lot of acting. He's been in some stuff, but who Justin? Like, Long? Yeah. Oh, he's been in a bunch of stuff. He's in all kinds of like indie shit where you're like, oh, hey, there's Justin Long. Like, yeah, I, I would agree. He didn't. He wasn't in. Well, he was in Jeepers Creepers. That movie made some money. Yeah, that be mainstream. Mean, yeah, but I mean, then they bastardized the whole franchise. By, but he like, wasn't when they, in the other ones, was he? I don't think he was, though. No. OK, good on and him. Then, and then he was in that movie, uh, Drag Me to Hell. Did you did you see that one? No, but I remember like the cover of it. He was also yeah, in the, Strange Wilderness. He was great in that. What? Which one was that? Strange Wilderness with Steve Zahn and um. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. What Alex happened Robert? to Steve Zahn too? See, he was like one of those guys it, in the early two thousands. He did uh, that show on HBO for a while, uh, Tremond or whatever about New Orleans after the flood. Yeah. And, um, yeah, I don't know what he's doing. He's a great actor, though. What do you think happened to the PC guy from the Apple commercials? I saw him in something not too long ago. He still kind of plays that. Well, of course, he's got one fucking character and he's going to play it. He's a fucking nerd. Yeah. And then but back to my original thought here, if okay. they were smart, they would get Chris Martin and Gwyneth Paltrow's daughter to be a spokesperson when she gets older. Hi, I'm Apple. Even better. They should have her voice it if she has a good voice. Yes, exactly. She could be the new Siri. Here's one even further. How long until a celebrity who has an endorsement like with Nike or something is like, look, we'll give you a million dollars to name your kid fucking swoosh or something like that. You know what I mean? Oh, 
Well, yeah. Didn't didn't Elon Musk name his kid like some weird fucking name? Yeah, and then they weren't able to use it how they wanted to spell it or something, so they had to actually spell it out. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it was like oh. a bunch of numbers, wasn't it, or something? Sure. There's only, you know, there's only two types of people in in the world that can get away with naming their kid like that: total complete trash or millionaires. No in between can get away with that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's because got, you're not going to get like a good job. Oh well, no. Well, it, it won't matter if you're a millionaire, and if you're white trash, you probably won't give a shit either. Yeah, but like, it, it, could you imagine, like, if you were the white trash? When you went to go cash your um, unemployment check or whatever it may be or your EBT and they look on the card or the check and they're like, what the fuck is this name? Oh, yeah. No, they're probably like, hey, the fuck this name is. We see you every week. Yeah. Uh, you getting butt eyes? <laughs> but, I mean, it would, sticking on the Chris Martin thing, that right there really has to prove to you that being a rock star you can you can you can pull chicks because chris martin is a very weird looking dude not the best teeth as well either well he is british it sounds like you got a chris martin fetish no 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 no, no. i you know what though i uh, uh what's your what's your favorite coldplay song i don't really like coldplay <laughs> I liked uh, the uh, the song they did, The Scientist. And I remember, like, Drew, when I was working on Drew's show at night, they uh, busted my balls because they were playing a bunch of Coldplay songs. And I kept bringing up The Scientist. And they were like, they clown me so hard. Coming out of every break, they made me play that goddamn song. Uh, and, and it was just like a big fuck, me, fuck you tunnel. But it, I thought it was funny now looking back on it. Were you running the board for Drew's show? Yeah, 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 I was. Oh, how was that? Did you have to answer calls or take calls uh, and screen them too? Yeah, so we, um, there, there was a big deal where we weren't, uh, we didn't have a lot of interns for a point there. And I didn't do a lot of talking. So I had to run the board and I had to screen the phone calls. Now we had nine lines. Uh, two of the, or two of them were toll free. The other seven were, you know, you could call the 407 area code. And mm -hmm. and that was so difficult to run the board, play sound effects, do all that stuff, and then answer the phones at the same time. Oh, yeah. That's got to be a nightmare. And you know what I did um, just to cover my ass? What I would do is, you know, and, and I know we're getting very technical when it comes to radio here, but I would set up my log because we were running profit. It was all digital. Uh, and and I would before the show, like an hour before I would go in, I would put in every single element. I'd put in every single rejoin. So I didn't have to worry about that. I knew it was all set up for me. Uh, for the most part, a lot of these people like to do it on the fly, but I, I had it all set up before the show even started. Yeah, that's what I tend to do. And then if I need to fix stuff or change stuff out, then I can do it then. It makes it a little bit easier. Yeah, because because the answer on the phone's going back and forth. It was it was really, really difficult. And our studio, I, I, have you ever seen what the studio setup was like there? Or not? I mean, you've never been there, but I don't know if you've ever seen pictures. No, or, was it the old Monster Studio? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, the, with the other booth in the other room, and it was kind of awkward and shit like that. Yeah, so we had a main talk studio, and then we had a master control behind, mm -hmm. uh, in another room behind glass, and then uh, Jimmy, Dirty Jim, had a booth, kind of like a la Robin type deal. Yeah, uh, and and he would sit over there now. Jimmy had a full working board in his uh, booth, but it fed into the master control studio. So we, you actually had to keep the uh, the booth pot up for him to feed stuff in. Yeah, sort of like Howard has to do with Fred. Yeah, and a lot of people don't realize that about that. Like, yeah, Howard does run his own board, but he's, I mean, he's basically just running the uh, mics. I, I, as far and, as I know. Yeah. And, uh, you know, his 
you know, Gary Page three clips and stuff like that. He does sound effects as well, but not as much as Fred does. Or and, and Fred he, and Fred does all the commercials and stuff like that. Yeah, and that's that's got to be a little stressful. I I know they they know each other so well, but like there there's a fine balance that I work with some radio guys and and I've had to do the sound effects and stuff. And when you overdo it, they kind of get a little annoyed. But it just sure. seems like Howard and Fred have that understanding and know how to work with each other. Yeah, I would say so. There was some times where there would be overplaying, but that was in like the mid 2000s when you could tell they got a computer instead of carts because you could not really overplay a card. It took too long to rewind it to play it again. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I it was funny the first time I ever saw carts because uh, and you want me to be honest, it, it, while we're on studios, uh, one of the best state of the art studios that i've ever been in was the uh, live broadcast studio at universal studios uh, orlando yeah the, i saw uh, the monsters do a thing there there's like minions all over the place and stuff oh, that's it's, a little it, studio it, where's it, that it, at uh, at universal studio exactly because i've been okay. there a few times okay so do you know where the um the terminator is? and i don't like to call it a ride because it's not really oh wild. yeah yes Yes, I remember where that was. In actual, the Universal, not Islands of Adventure. Yes, so it's right across the street from the Terminator 2 uh, theater. Oh, that's cool. So right when you walk in, you know, when you come through the entrance, you hang a right, go down that street, and then on the right is the Terminator uh, theater, yeah. and then on the left is there. Uh, it was It was one of the first studios that I'd ever worked in where they had those uh, lavalier mics, you know, the ones kind of like yep. Howard has. Yep. Uh, and because I was used to using those like straightforward directional mics. Yeah, absolutely. Or have yeah. you, what about uh, the, the studio headset mics? Like, uh, um, I don't like play, them. I play people. I don't either, man. When I had to do uh, call football games and stuff like that for a little bit, fuck, I hated wearing those things. Well, because, because like, if you don't have a cough button, you're really, really screwed. No, uh, you have to you have to be quick and turn the mic down and then be back up again. And plus, I don't know if it was just because we they were shitty or what the deal was, but the ones that I had had the worst fucking uh, echo in them. So I would have to shut my headphones off. Then when I was done talking, getting ready to go to a break, I'd have to turn them on so I could listen to the dude back at the fucking studio hit commercials. Oh, dude, it was such a pain in the ass. That's part of the reason why I stopped doing that. Plus, it... I'm not a play-by-play guy. I'm not going to fucking call sports. Let me be back at the studio running the fucking game, which I ended up doing. Uh, and and But at Universal Studios, it was so great, but they went way overboard on everything. Uh, I mean, you could lower the board up and down. It had a button. It was on hydraulics. So, like, if you needed the board up higher, you could stand, and then That's you could, so like— cool. Yeah. So, it's useless, but it's fucking—why wouldn't they have that there? It is a theme park. Yeah, so it was really, really cool. And then, then they had every like, like microphone voice change you could ever think of on that damn board. It, it was, it was That's so cool. goddamn cool. Here's a question: Why does that mist from the uh, Terminator ride smell so bad? They add, uh, you know, I I saw a thing that they did. What they do is like they. It, it's ridiculous because they did a behind the scenes thing at the theme parks and, and they like to immerse everybody into what they're trying to do. And they actually have full time people that just work on mixing stuff uh, to to get certain smells. I don't know why it smells that bad, but yeah. it's one of those jobs you're like, holy shit. They got somebody full time that just mix like odors together to get a certain smell. See, and only in a theme park or maybe in a trailer park will you get somebody that's just mixing odors together. Yeah, and and that's the thing about it. A lot of people don't realize this, and and this is what I wanted. I I so wanted to do this in my early twenties, but there is a uh, there's like a housing development uh, near Disney called Vista Way. Now, is that the abandoned one? No, 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 no. That is um. What the hell is that island? There is a, oh, all right. Oh I'll no, come that's back uh, to, I, 
Yeah, I know what the island is. That's River Country Island. I thought that Disney had those two like um, like hotels or whatever that they never got finished. Yeah, there is one. I and and I forget the name, but there was a guy uh, that Matt Sansua or whatever his name is. He has a YouTube channel and he he uh, sneaks into theme parks. Yeah. When they're closed, uh, because he used to work, I, I, I think it was with uh, Vice, where he would, yeah, thanks, guy, the the lawnmower guy, the maintenance guy, just while I'm recording, hasn't mowed in weeks, and he just comes blowing by me, and now he's just wanting to mow by my PT Cruiser while huh. I'm trying to record. That makes sense, you know. You know, things to do. That guy was probably just getting sobered up from a week of heavy drinking. Oh, dude, you know, he you know, he burns a big wheel before he uh, he starts mowing. Yeah, I always burn. I always burn a big wheel before I start lawn dogging. But um, this kid, he he's been he has been banned from Disney three times. Uh, About him. Did you speaking of Disney real quick, not to just a little uh sidebar. Did you read about um the dude, I think it was last year, if I remember correctly, he was doing those videos and sneaking into places like Epcot because they have a bunch of places there, like the Life Pavilion or whatever, that are off limits because they don't do anything with it. Um, and he, he used to work there, apparently, and they stole fucking Buzzy, the guy from the the like Star Command thing that's inside the Epcot Center. And they nobody could figure out what was going on. Well, eventually they started checking on eBay. He had stolen a bunch of like the Pirates of the Caribbean outfits too for the um for the characters and shit like that. And he was well, selling it on eBay. So they found Buzzy, the fucking guy that he stole's jacket, and then they traced it back to him. Yeah, dude. And you know what's funny is that um now that that kid's been kicked out, a yeah. lot of these um a lot of these uh theme park employees after hours are going behind the scenes because when they close down uh, uh an attraction in the park they uh they uh keep it behind the scenes and and like uh, what was the alien encounter and then they had the uh the uh, Lilo and Stitch one uh at Disney uh-huh. and people go back there and and like uh film stuff Absolutely. I remember shit when I went to Universal over at Islands of Adventure. Now the park has changed in the Jurassic Park land, but there was a complete area where there used to be like it was like a little hospital and they had like a fucking triceratops that was. Yes, that was all abandoned. But you could literally step over the railing and go walk back there. So I remember going back there the last time that I was there just because I was like, fuck it, I'm going to walk through here. Somebody says something. I'll be like, all right, whatever. So I, I ended up doing that. And there's also at Universal, if you. There's the original Hard Rock that's back there. That's all. Oh up. yeah, man. Uh, you want to know what's funny? We used to do the, and I, I'm pretty sure I've told you this, but we used to do the uh, Christmas Carol. We would do like a live radio version of uh, Charles Dickens' A Christmas Carol. Sure, you know, and like I an old play a different part. Yeah, so like Drew Garabo played um, um, Scrooge, which okay. was perfectly fitting. Uh, Daniel. Off. Played Tiny Tim because that was that always got the biggest laugh because he's so he's you know not he's a little vertically challenged. Uh, so so Daniel would play that part. But our um, so you had Linda Bird who was at the top of the game. Then you had Chris Campmeyer underneath uh, her. And they were and, both in it. No, they weren't in it. But oh, say Jesus Christ. So so he comes and visits, but they gave all the big wigs. They got the drive in through the back at universal because there's a back lot that they'll let you drive through um they wanted to search his car because the guy working the front gate could smell some stuff he had a bag of fucking weed he had a bag of weed in his uh, glove box oh yeah yeah and look i mean good for him it actually made me uh think he was way cooler now hell yeah but he got busted. They they took his weed from him. Oh Jesus, that's a bummer. Yeah, you should have double bagged that, bud. Yeah. Oh, and it's funny that you say bud because everybody he everybody used to do, and that's funny. Was there ever a person at any of the radio stations or a boss that everybody would try to imitate him, and you said bud? Everybody, Chris would always go. Hey, bud, what's going on, bud? Hey, bud. And everybody would do that all the goddamn time. I don't I don't know. 
you know what? He knew about it because at, at one point Drew started doing it on the air. Yeah, nobody did that, but people would like. There was this one guy that I worked with, and every Thursday he'd say that he was going to the library, and then he'd come back and he was super baked. So everybody's every time somebody said they were going to go get stoned, they'd be like, "Yeah, I got to go to the library real quick." I was like, "Yeah, I got to go check out some books. They're overdue." And and it was so great because we did so much at the Hard Rock there uh, at, at Universal. Uh, like the monsters would do shows there all the time. And, yeah. and we would we would do it. But it's so cool getting to go downstairs at Universal because like they got so much great shit there uh, downstairs, like a lot of stuff that you don't get to see, like in the common areas. Oh, yeah, I bet. I bet it's pretty crazy down there. Yeah. So what, Charlie, what about the um, hey, one, one thing where you go? What about that one abandoned bank that was in Orlando where that dude lived? Do you know what I'm talking about? Oh, wait, 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 wait. That sounds familiar. Um, God damn it. Because I watched a video the other day. I can't remember the name of the bank, but they went into it and shit. And it had, he had like a whole huge apartment upstairs above it. Is it like a big glass bank? It looked pretty cool. Oh, wait a minute. Um, I, I don't. I think you might be talking now. And I could be wrong. We had a thing in Orlando called the uh, I-4 Eyesore. Yeah, I know about that. It wasn't that one. It's okay. some bank that, yeah, some rich dude owned. And then I think he, like, killed himself in the penthouse of it or some shit. I and can then see was, that. But that building, Charlie, that I-4 Eyesore, when I might, I think they might have started working on that goddamn building, when, like, on my first day interning at clear channel in orlando um they just finished the motherfucker that i mean that's a 20 year uh construction project and, Ooh, and everybody bitching like about some, it. yeah some christian company it's, a, church. it's, it's yeah. a super station like the super channel yeah and, and they were they would get donations and then when they got some money they do some work they put uh, a Jesus, what is this, a home of our own? We'll get it $20, put a fucking window in, just one? Yeah, but I, a little, well, I mean, a lot of people know, but it was a long time ago. Uh, Russ, we had a bunch of people, and we had, he, he asked us, he was like, we're going to do a competition, and whoever can get us the most attention will win, like, $500. And I was like, oh, I was an intern. I was like, fuck, I need the money. Yeah. Um, I was trespassed. From the I4 eyesore because I snuck in there and and hung a uh, monster banner, uh, Monsters in the Morning banner outside of the window because they had only had the windows completed to a certain level. And sure. I got and I got to the level where they didn't have windows and I fastened the humongous monster banner outside of it and they ended up catching me. After you've fixed it there or during but the no fix? i already had it up there i already had oh. it up there i ended up winning but they they trespassed me oh what'd they do come give you a ticket or something yeah they gave me a ticket and the people said we don't want him ever on this property again and the cop said if you come here you're going to jail how much was the ticket it was like 150 bucks oh did the station pay for it or you have to pay for that out oh, of your oh no they don't pay for shit Ah, uh, fuck that. See, the first thing I would have said is like, all right, I'll do it. But are you guys going to like ha pay half my bail? Because I'm going to do something fucking really crazy. Well, no, no, no. But the thing is, is that we um, it was we had to come up with the idea on our own. Oh, yeah, I'd come up with it. But someone is going to need to come up with some bail because it might go sideways. Oh, dude. Man. And I only get one call. So I guess I'm saving it for the morning to use it for content. Oh, uh, there was one time, man, I could have gotten into a lot of trouble. Um, I did this uh, thing where I was like, I'm going to blow up something. You know, it was, it was a dumb gimmick, okay? Yeah. Uh, so, Watch out. So, Don't say so, bomb on a podcast. <laughs> so, I, Lake Eola, downtown Orlando, has this big, humongous fountain, all right? So, I get on the What's that now? Lake Areola? What was this? No, uh, Lake Eola. Eola. Okay. Okay, so I, you know, I said I was going to blow something up. So I get on the phone. And I'm like, yes, I'm going to blow up. I'm going to blow up something. Well, I blew up a, uh, a, a really expensive, like, uh, uh, inflatable boat. 
that I could paddle out and I was going to climb on the uh, <laughs> the fountain. It's really stupid now that Where I'm that playing. Where did you get the boat? Uh, Russ gave it to me, actually. Oh, I bet he was bummed that you blew up his boat. No, I blew it up because I was blowing it up with my breath. You know, it's a stupid, zany. Now oh. that I look back on it, it's very oh. morning zooish. Yeah, I, I don't even think Scott Shannon would do that. But I, before I put the boat in, the cop said, if you get in the water with this boat, we're going to arrest you. And I was like, okay, cool. So they get back on their, their, their bicycles, go to the other side of the lake. And I was like, fuck it. I hopped in the boat and I, I went, got about halfway and then I saw the cops coming and I, I paddled back and, and to escape them, there was an elementary school right near the lake. I fucking ran through it. They, they, they locked down the school and arrested me. Oh, good God. Yeah. They thought they had a fucking streaking pervert who's trying to paddle out there to steal a fucking kindergartner. Yeah, yeah, that was that was some of the most trouble that I've ever been in. You probably stunk like booze. Oh yeah, I was. Oh yeah, I was. I was fucking ripped. See, they they knew that they had a fucking pederast running around there, and they had to. Get I you. was not a pederast. They didn't know that at the time. It took them, you know, computer work and some detectiving to figure it out. But eventually, your name was cleared. I think. Yeah. Oh, that was. Oh. This is the other thing, you know, and I'll leave it at this. I wasn't actually Tuttle during that bit. I don't know how we got away with this, but um, I lost a stunt off against another guy. And and the bit the bit was um, loser leaves town match, you know, uh, the, the whole wrestling bit. Oh, uh, I, I believe Ron and Fez did it a few times and the Midnight Rider showed up. Yeah, the, well, that was the angle. <laughs> Uh, so I ended up losing the stunt off, and I created this character called the Evil Doctor Nerdcock, like Nerdcock. I don't yeah. understand why we were able to say that on the air, but I because I guess Nerdcock is could actually be somebody's name. Sure, I mean there's Hancock. Yeah, so 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 I was an evil doctor. I would wear mask uh, and stuff. Actually, the Evil Doctor Nerdcock would actually be a great gimmick right now with the pandemic going on yeah actually it would be you should dress up like him do you have a smock yeah i mean i got the scrubs the doctor jacket the face mask i got everything you got a stethoscope yep i had that perfect so so but yes i ran through the elementary school dressed with a mask on as uh, as an evil doctor well see they definitely should have. I, I just see somebody tackling you by that like weird jungle gym that's like hexagonal with all the bars. Oh, on yeah, it. yeah. So you many people did. have broken their arms on that motherfucker. Oh, yeah. Fell and fell fucking fall right through the motherfucker. And then you're like hanging by one leg and people are laughing. There's a lot of injuries on playgrounds. Yeah. So when I created the evil Dr. Nerdcock, soul brother Kevin, my the guy who was the best man at my wedding, we were going out and, and interviewing. I think I told you this, but he was the rowdy, rowdy Negro. Yeah. How did they get away with saying that? I don't know. But yeah, I mean, he it was great. And then Bam Bam Bigelow broke Kevin's big toe. That's what you're saying. He, what did he step on his foot? Yeah, he pat, he he stomped on it and then he flare chopped us. Jesus. I would have been and, like, you can flare chop me. I don't care. You can throw me into shit like Spike Dudley. Don't step on my foot. Yeah, and Bam Bam works stiff. That's what I've heard. Bam Bam's great. I've been going back and watching old shoot interviews with him. He seems like such a cool fucking dude. Yeah. All right, Charlie, we'll tell, tell people how they can find you. Do you, uh, do you have a new podcast out? Yeah, there's one out. It came out yesterday. That's you can see it on Twitter uh, at CCA Production or Facebook, facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents and then TikTok CCA Productions. There should be some new content out soon and check out Tuttle.net. That's about <laughs> it. Well, Charlie, man, I really appreciate the time. I, I, I feel very fortunate to get you two days in a row. Yeah, I um. Morning time seem to be working out a little bit better, and then I can get all my shit done in the afternoon. All right, man. I hope you're well. I hope everything is great up in Montana. Yeah, yeah, it is. It's just still fucking windy as shit out. So, all right, man. Well, all right, man. Don't get fucking hit by another rainstorm or tornado or whatever else gets 
Florida white trashness. <laughs> Is that a PT Cruiser down by the lake? Oh, no, wait. It's the Tuttle Podcast Studio. Tuttle's Daily Podcast is brought to you by StitchYouUp.com. For your embroidery, screen printing, vinyl, and direct-to-garment printing needs, visit StitchYouUp.com. StitchYouUp specializes in custom caps, shirts, decals, and anything you want to personalize. Whether it's one item or large orders, they can handle any size. Unsure about what you want? Let StitchYouUp help you with your logo design. Visit StitchYouUp.com. Or contact them, eric at stitchyouup.com. Stitch You Up, definitely not your grandma's embroidery. Welcome back. Need to wrap up the final segment of the show. want to thank everybody that has listened, subscribed, shared it with your friends, your family, your loved ones. Because I'm not on the radio anymore. I don't, I don't have a place to plug it. And I can't thank you guys enough because you obviously are digging or liking what I'm doing you, and you're sharing it. And I, seriously, I, I've said this so many times. I'm so grateful. I will never, ever be able to thank you. So from the bottom of my heart, you're helping me grow something that is special and and true to my heart. And I'm, I'm trying to do the best that I can. I'm learning on a daily basis. So I hope you enjoyed today's show. I can't thank you enough, and I'll be back tomorrow. That's the show for today. Thanks for listening to the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, don't be a dickhead. Do us a favor. Share, like, and subscribe to the show. Also, check out the Tuttle category at 315live.com. The Tuttle Daily Podcast was brought to you by Total Wireless of Palm Bay, StitchYouUp.com, PocketPairClub.com. Special thanks to show intern Hannah and Charlie Alamo for their contributions. Additional imaging and production is provided by CCA Productions. Facebook.com slash CCA Productions presents. Show voiceover services brought to you by jcvoiceoverservices.com. That guy's got a goddamn sexy voice. You should hire him. If you want to help support the show, paypal.me slash Tuttle on the radio. Comments? Concerns? You want to let Tuttle know he's being a dick? Go to Tuttle at gmail.com. To follow all of Tuttle's social media, go to Tuttle.net. That's Tuttle with two D's dot net. Thanks again for all your support, and we'll see you tomorrow on the Tuttle Daily Podcast. Hey, yo, Terry, fuck going on?